0: After a sports injury sidelined her a few years ago, Trisha Thomas struggled with her weight to the point of becoming morbidly obese. This is Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. And today, Josh Jarman talks with Trisha to learn how she lost 120 pounds, even becoming a professional bodybuilder. Keep in mind, this is the first of a three-part series, so we encourage you to join us next time to hear how Trisha is now inspiring others.
1: So you were playing softball, and something happened, right?
2: Yes, um, I was rounding third, going to home, and when I crossed home base, the catcher had the ball in her glove, and she dropped it. And I stepped on it, and I twisted my um, foot out, and I tore the bone away from the um, in the the navicular bone, basically in the top of my foot. So. I went down and then, um.
1: Did you know right away?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it was a definite, like this is, I say career ending, but it's only,
1: you know, rec softball. And that reduced activity kind of led to some weight gain,
2: is that Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. I had, a, I had a metabolism that was set for eating heartily because I would work it off when I was, you know, out on the field or, you know, cause I played six nights a week. I played in a co-ed, and or a couple of co-ed and then a women's league so i was i was out on the field about six nights a week and when you take away that you take away that activity and your metabolism is used to being you know ramped up by burning those calories and you're still eating the same right. then it, it really it packs a punch so I saw it little by little, in little in little bits, like, oh, there's an extra three pounds, there's an extra five pounds, there's an extra seven pounds, so progressively.
1: And then at some point, you were actually considered morbidly obese. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yep. After that came, I, I put on the weight, but then um, it turned out that I had... An extra bone in my foot that actually tore away from the cartilage and that was what um, actually happened when I I fractured my foot so they had to do surgery to take that bone out so they removed the bone and rerouted the tendons and shaved the toe and lengthened the calf I call it my go-go gadget foot (laughs) (laughs) so when that happened is when it truly was real with the weight gain and and it just I was absolutely immobile then and so that I really packed it on after that. And plus the, the mental I I had the I had the limited mobility but mobility so I still, you know, could could get around and, and do stuff, but after the surgery when I couldn't it really it weighed on me a little more. You know, a little, a little more
1: difficult. And I'm sure, meanwhile, you're still seeing all your friends playing in the mm-hmm. softball leagues. and
2: Yeah, yeah, that email comes out at the beginning of the season because we play fall and spring. It's was like, hey, who's playing? I was like, uh, I'm not playing this season. And then everyone thereafter, it's just another season that I didn't play. So I didn't even fill in or anything. Because after I had the surgery, I ended up with blood clots in both of my lungs. So my husband kind of put a... Even though I had recovered and I could, you know, walk and and it was more mobile and stuff, he just he kind of put a squash to the to the softball. He's like, "You're more important than than the softball is." So we're just not gonna we're gonna hold back on that for a
1: while. Did it impact things at work?
2: Um, at the time, I yeah, it did. It absolutely did because I was uh, I was in real estate, so I would you know hop out of the car and and get my little scooter out and then put my knee on my scooter and scoot around. I was showing houses and I'd have to hop up the steps to get, you know, to get to show a second level of a home or whatever. Um, it might have gained me a little business because I saw how determined I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it, yeah, it was definitely challenging. Um, and then, you, of course, you have the extra weight gain and you have the, you know, hopping the steps is a little more, <laughs> a little less uh, graceful per
1: se. <laughs> so. Did you notice people looking at you differently?
2: Um, as far as my friends or as far as my clients
1: just out in the community
2: Um, as I put the weight on mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So, um You know, but there is a certain comfort level people have with I like to call it thick people Um, um. as opposed to morbidly they or fat it is what it is. It's you know, you're you're just overweight but when when people look at you sometimes there's two perspectives. there's one that why don't they better themselves and there's two with I can relate to her I'm comfortable you know so you get you get both of it you get some resistance but you get a lot of acceptance still too so it's not as it's not as bad as one would think when you're morbidly obese um, from that perspective mentally it's it's you have your own challenges
1: and you were hopping upstairs to still show houses you stayed uh Determined, right? Yes, yes. Determined to try to lose the weight at some point, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I, I did pretty much anything and everything I could do. Um, I don't think there's a weight loss system that I didn't attempt, uh, either by myself or with my husband or with my family, um, just because I wanted that. I wanted that life back that I had. I didn't want to go outside with my grandkids and be winded when we were shooting the basketball at the hoop and have them see me say hold on a minute I can't, you know, I can't do this right now because I can't breathe or or even standing with a client and just sweating profusely because I was just overweight and out of shape and uncomfortable and trying to push through that and show them that, you know, that happy face of, hey, this could be your next house, and you know, all the while inside, I'm just like, this is this is miserable for me, not the not the client, not the house, but just my physical feeling.
1: So, Did you become depressed?
2: There were times I always um, tried to put on the best face forward um, for me in front of people, but inside my head, I kind of tortured myself. I kind of, you know, I was. I struggled a lot with my thoughts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really talk to anybody about them, but in, and absolutely, I had very challenging days where, you know, when I would go shopping or when I would see something in the store style and I was like, that, that is so nice. And then you're like, I got to be realistic. I can't buy this. And as I got bigger, it got worse. So yeah, there was, there was a lot of times where, where I had my own internal struggles there.
1: What was the hardest part?
2: The hardest part about getting the weight was the not being able to do what I used to do, not being able to 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 get out there and enjoy what I was doing. Even if I could do it, I, it wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't. It, you couldn't enjoy it. You couldn't because it was such a struggle. You know, I'd still do the 5K with my grandkids at 270 pounds, 278 pounds. It's just it was much more difficult, and I just I didn't I didn't want that feeling i didn't i didn't want that challenge but i didn't know how to change it i didn't know what to do
0: be sure to listen to our next episode to hear how trisha found help in an unlikely place as always for more practical health tips and information search novant health healthy headlines Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us and all of the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.